Welcome to the Serious Social podcast, created by the straight-talking social media experts at Immediate Future. Frictionless journeys are everybody's friend. In this episode, we look at why it's important to consider the user journey in social and from social. Welcome to Serious Social, I'm Belle Lawrence. We all know the world of work is changing. Well, the world in general is changing. And many of the UK's workforce has been and is still working at home, just like the IF team. But what happens when we return to offices? I saw a piece from the BBC this week about workers returning to an office and it tells us a story of a fictional character called Layla. So I'll give you a flavour. Layla arrives at her office building at 7am. Start times at the company where she works are staggered to minimise the number of people arriving at the same time. On the ground floor, Layla pauses in front of a thermal body scanner to check her temperature is normal. Today it's 36.5, she passes. A camera used for facial recognition identifies her as a staff member and a security barrier opens. At no point does she touch anything. Layla is on a contactless pathway. The lift to her office on the fourth floor is voice activated. Touchless technology has replaced grubby buttons. Well, what's all this got to do with social media? Um, firstly, we have to acknowledge that this story won't be the same for everyone. Not every office building is going to be equipped with completely touchless technology and the changes to work and living are going to be completely different for everyone. But it did call to mind two points that social media marketers should be considerate of. First, the behaviour of your audience has changed and will continue to change. We've said it many times before, but if you're not actively listening and monitoring what's going on out there, the content you produce will fall very flat. Additional to this though, it certainly used to be the case that brands who wanted to reach an audience who commuted to work, for example, perhaps because they make a breakfast bar or headphones, they'll sometimes do this by timing the release of their adverts. A bit like choosing the drive time slot if you want to book radio space. We can schedule ad sets, release content organically at set times, designed to hit our consumers, but, if working from home, flexible hours and shift patterns are disrupting this, then you might have to be smarter about your content than ever and the call to action because more than ever, you're now competing with everything on the internet. If you are listening, of course, you will understand your audience's needs and desires and how your brand can play into the moments during their day that will make your brand relevant to them. The second thing that turned my head um, is the frictionless journey that our fictional character went on. For health reasons, we're encouraged not to touch anything now, to sanitise our hands frequently, and of course we're seeing more and more transparent plastic popping up in our shops and offices. Touch points, quite literally, are removed in the physical sense. As digital marketers, we should all be very aware by now that consumers will have multiple digital touch points on their journey interacting with our brands. And I think we'd all agree that their journey should be as frictionless as possible. Attention spans are short and anything that stops a user in their transaction will more than likely lose the sale. Why does this matter? Well. I've had a few conversations recently about user journeys. Um, in one instance, a campaign had been devised already and brought to us where we were asking users who clicked on an ad to fill out their details in a lead generation form in the social platform and then deliver them to a landing page where they were asked again for their details. Now, we weren't keen on 
at all on asking for details at step one of the journey, but agreed to test it. Unfortunately, we weren't proved wrong um, and we since changed the objective to drive straight to the landing page. And we're pleased to see that the results have improved in just the past few days with the engagement rate creeping up above 1%. Looking at this logically, it's not hard to see why users might be put off by this journey. It's very, very much friction. It's perhaps not delivering any value to them at the first stage. So I'd ask of all of you listening to always, always put yourself in the user's shoes. It's a mantra I've said, I've said since way back when, when I got into recruitment marketing. To succeed, you must consider how you can make the process, the journey, work for the person on the other end of it. For recruiters, that means please don't ask the candidate to upload their CV and fill out your eight-page form. For B2B marketers, please don't expect users to give you their details on the first click or give their details twice. For consumer brands, if you're asking consumers to take any action at all, please make this a single click journey. Don't send them on a goose chase via your Insta profile, then ask them to look at your story highlights, then swipe up to your website and then the app store to download the app. It's just not gonna work. Much of this comes down to planning and preparation. Granted, these things can seem like a luxury at time of pressure, but we're used to hustling and speedy turnarounds at immediate future. So when we do work with clients who take strong, decisive actions to get their user journeys right, we just love it. Of course, let's face it, many users are just on social for entertainment, to fill some time, to stay connected to their friends and family, peer groups and tribes. Asking them to do something else so telling them to click um, link and leave the site is always going to be a harder job than engaging them on the platform. We always suggest that brands are social on social. It's straightforward, really, that if a white paper is so valuable to your B2B audience that when they read it, they'll know they should work with you. Why are you gating that content? Share it with them um, via LinkedIn ads so you know you're targeting the right people and put it in a carousel, PDF carousel perhaps, so they can read it in the platform. Reach the audience where they are on their terms and you'll build up trust in your brand. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Series Social. We will be back as ever with more best practice and tips very soon. If you're after more know-how to break the social boring, subscribe now and check out the show notes for links to our website and social profiles.